You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors' sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. First time in a long time, but back like I never left. Taking these days as it comes, you know me, I don't read ahead. Watch me burn down everything, BDE on the TV set. When I'm in control on the road, you can never really know what's up next. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next, postwrestling.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever podcast app you use, and of course... Twitch.tv slash Up Next Podcast. Hello, Twitch Room. Hello, Twitch Room. Now, we are Braden and Davey. We are your NXT friends. Friends. And tonight, spooky season commences. It's the, it's the, it's the night for wrestling. It's the it's, night of wrestling. It's Halloween Havoc. Halloween Havoc Ooh. is back once again. And we're an NXT show, but for some reason... If you look at the video version this week, or you may have seen the Twitter at Up Next Podcast, we're in costume, but we we're turncoats. Yeah, so we dressed as what Pete Davidson and Jimmy Savile. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I'm dressed as the Enforcer, mm-hmm. Arn Anderson. I got my clipboard. You got your Glock. You got your chain. Got my chain. You got your notes. Got my notes. Clipboard. Yeah. It says Sting. WCW (laughs) magazine from like 1993, I think. And 92. And you are the American Nightmare, Cody Rose. We should have left a whole like minute of intro for your intro. We we tend to do that anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. I've got my my American Nightmare t shirt. I bleached my hair blonde. <laughs> uh, I got a tattoo. Yeah. Did my tattoo myself on my neck for the first one. It's not bad. Is Again, it? if you're just listening to this and you're like, "What are they talking about?" You need to see the a the the photo that we took for uh, this costume, but b uh, the, the Twitch feed. Yeah. For those of you who've now watches us, you guys watch us every week now video anyway. So we thought we'd dress up. We even and if you want to watch the replay, YouTube.com/slash/upnext. That's right. All our videos go up to stay there forever, for eternity. That's right. Uh, Podcasting has more than one royal family. 
That is true. Yeah, and that's us. It's us and post, and that's it. <laughs> yeah, so we decided to dress up. Look, we uh, we had this idea for a costume for a while, actually. Mm. Um, we often, we're watching, all throughout the year, yeah. we're watching uh, wrestling and go, oh, that would be funny. We could be Champer and Gargano. Oh, that would be funny. We could be Sting and Darby. Oh, yeah. that would be funny. We could be Arn and Cody. Oh, that would be funny. <laughs> and I was like, hey, what if I, like, you know, drew my hair out, didn't shave... Certain, shave certain parts and didn't shave certain parts. I look, look like the, I have the Homer Simpson. Do. I if if you don't know what my costume was, like if I just walked out dressed like this, yeah, maybe you, you look problematic. Yeah, <laughs> maybe if I lose the gun and the clipboard, I, I just look. Is, sti- I think lose the glasses, lose the chain. <laughs> I looked like a drug dealer. Yeah, you, you look sketchy as fuck. Yeah, um, but yeah, but that's as, the as difference as... between me and you. You see, when I'm at a red light, no. Well, that's the thing. As soon as Arn started talking about shooting people in the head with a Glock, we're like, okay, we've got to do this yeah, now. Yeah, we had this one in the in, in the in the thought bank. We were like, should we do Arn and Cody? And then as soon as he did the Glock promo, mm. I was in. Sold. Yeah, although I do have a revolver. I, I did see a fake Glock in a Halloween store, and I was like, ah, oh, at least I know they have it. And then I went back. And it was, they were all gone. Mm. There was three of them and they were all gone. I'm like, who is out there buying fake locks? Other Arn Andersons. I guess. You're going to go out this weekend and just see a sea of Arn Andersons in the six. So Revolver had to, had to do it. But yeah, we're dressed as Cody and Arn. Uh, we, we had, we, we, you were what? Breezango last year. Yeah. I was Hangman. We're having fun. We had a little watch along. We did. For Halloween Havoc tonight. Shout out Surin. Oh yeah. Who showed up as the forbidden door. Yeah. We had a, a door that opened <laughs> up, and then hanging in this door yeah. was like wrestlers from yeah. different he, companies. And it was stuff. literally a forbidden door. That was it the was crazy. costume. Yeah, that was awesome. And not to be outdone was the current BDE champion, Mr. Fire Frank. Did somebody <laughs> say Fire Frank? Yeah, he was dressed as Andre Chase. Yeah. With the whole... Chase uh, University. Yeah. Uh, wow, that was awesome. So He's swearing uh, up a storm on the Twitch room. That's true. He just had to keep swearing. Yeah. Yeah. And Megan showed up for a bit as Daredevil again. Yeah. He's just really waiting Second for that. In a row. That, uh, that He's going to keep on doing it until it's like, it works. It's until funny. Marvel picks them up. Like the joke works. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but that was uh, that was a lot of fun. So thanks for hanging out during the, the watch along here. But we'll, we'll definitely oh, talk. Oh, and uh, Uncle D from the show made a... A quick appearance as uh, cowboy waiting slash the Mountie. Yeah, slash hangman. I guess. I don't know. Just a cowboy. Cowboy. Just a cowboy hat. Yeah, it was a. It was a tall. Mm. Must have been like a like a deep like a sheriff. Or what do you call yeah. it when the hats like the gallons? They're called gallons. Gallons. Because you fit a gallon in there. Yeah. Mm. Damn. So yeah. So we're we're Arn and Cody. You're you had to spray your hair for your your Cody. Yeah, hair. I was worried. I so, I ordered. I think it actually looks better on camera than it does. In person. It looks very bright on camera. It looks camera, very blonde. Yeah, yeah. And, and I still look like I... And I look very ill. I'm very truck. pale right now. Yeah. Uh, so you're convincing I'm me... I'm leaning on Darby right here, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're trying to convince me to go out after like this. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> if I go out like this, I'm in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. Someone's going to come ask me. Yeah, that. we both might be. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's the tattoo. It's the American flag on yeah. your neck. Yeah, like, you drew a, a tattoo on your neck. Mm. Yeah. I'm cracking a pumpkin beer because we're being festive. Okay, yeah. I'm. Yeah. I'm well, I've got a a cherry pie sour. Cherry Jeez, pie is cherry kind pie. of yeah autumnal. Is it uh, pie? Autumnal? Any pie? Is that autumnal. a word? Really? Is that a word? Yeah. Wow. It's no, like it's autumn, not. Autumny, autumny things. Four things. Damn. Autumnal. Yeah. No way. It is. Google it. Get out of here. Let yeah. me check my notes on my click. Twitch. Click. Check it. Look yeah. it up. 
Yeah. Uh, Dehove in the chat. Is that a real word? We need you to help look that word up for us. Mm. Uh, Automatable? Autumnal. Because <laughs> right. it's autumn. Yeah. yeah. That means it's like spooky like season. Like summery. You say it's summery. You say it's autumnal. Wintery. Yeah. I mean, we're going to get to NXT and Halloween Havoc, but have you been celebrating spooky season? I have. Yeah. I've watched yeah. a bunch of spooky stuff. I... I watched the whole of Midnight Mass, I think I mentioned the other week, uh, which is pretty good. Um, really like the, just the writing and the acting I thought was really strong. Um, I've been watching, uh, I watched some of the American horror stories they're doing this season, like kind of like Twilight Zone, where each week is a different story. Okay. Which are quite nice when you're, I was feeling a bit rough the other day i think i got whatever you yeah had. i was definitely out for a while with yeah the cold or something and i was kind of knocked out took the day off and you know when you can't focus on long things so to have like a 45 minute yeah one-off it's story hard. is kind of easier to consume so yeah. like watched a few of them they were okay uh obviously been watching all this stuff for our our reviews like halloween 4 like child's play like the exorcist yeah we've watched we've watched a ton of scary movies we did uh, obviously chucky's the host of halloween havoc tonight because the new chucky series so we did a review of chucky the original child's play that's out on the patreon we also did the exorcist is it the scariest movie ever made it might be because it's about devils and that face that keeps sh- pazuzu yeah yeah shout out pazuzu um they mentioned so the third episode of this american horror story yeah is the like He's the guy who was the editor on The Exorcist. And he was saying about those two frames that were making people throw up and like prematurely give birth and that kind of stuff. So he made a whole film with these subliminal messages which make people go crazy and kill each other. Damn. And that was the story of this episode. Okay. It's kind of cool. Yeah, that's pretty creepy. You also saw Halloween Kills. I saw Halloween Kills. Yeah, without giving away too many spoilers for those who maybe not have seen it. what about the, the find out in 10 years when we get to it Halloween <laughs> every Halloween no I, I was disappointed yeah it was a little too silly is my issue like just shoot him in the head my my <laughs> my issue is when they did this new trilogy and they they did the 2018 Halloween they were saying right we think the original series got a bit too silly there was all these stuff about like witches and druids and curses that make him like invincible and it's this all whole supernatural thing and then his uh his sister is Laurie and then his niece has a psychic connection with him and it got a little got a little out of hand. Yeah. So they said, All right, we're gonna ignore all of that and do a sequel like forty years on from the original, from the nineteen seventy eight one. We're gonna kind of bring it back bring it back down a bit. And I enjoyed yeah, the last one. I like that one. And then this one it already felt like they were just let's okay let's make him completely indestructible again um let's make every character just they'll like shoot him once and then i'll just throw the gun to the side i don't need this anymore i'd hold on to that for like hours until i know i'm actually safe yeah i like i was still entertained it reminded me of like a crazy film yeah yeah. i'm always gonna have fun but yeah it reminded me of like a crazy you know multi six-man tag style crazy high spot mm. wrestling match because it's had all these crazy it's called halloween kills had light tubes yeah, yeah. you got a death match yeah. in it. yeah he, he uses a light tube at one point without giving a what what he does with it away you can use your imagination mm. but yes all the wrestling fans who watch that were like hey <laughs> leo gif uh i still enjoyed it but it was, I, I enjoyed it yeah, it, it just, just wasn't yeah it wasn't what i what i wanted i, I was just expecting something this felt very you know 2000 slasher 
Right. It just had him. Whereas I thought, like, I feel we've kind of moved a bit forwards and you can be a bit more, be a bit smarter than that now. And yeah. I was expecting maybe something a bit smarter. Uh, I'll I, still watch the third one. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah of course. Of course. Because they already filmed back to back. So the best part was the throwback scenes with not. Yeah, you blew Loomis. my mind earlier. When you yeah, you thought it was like, oh, I thought it was old used footage or CGI or something. But the guy who plays Dr. Loomis is just prosthetics to make him look like him which is insane so that guy wins halloween costume of the year for me so far mm. <laughs> other than us yeah yeah other than us because that was that's impressive in that movie uh without giving anything away i also saw uh no time to die which oh I, yeah yeah i thought that was awesome definitely one of my favorite bond movies i'm really Full glad stop. you liked it yeah because i fucking loved it yeah and some of my friends back home were a bit like oh it's like really yeah, I, it's top tier for me. Yeah, like yeah, instantly. yeah, yeah. It's it's because we were doing all the Daniel Craig reviews and we just did Spectre like last month when we knew this one was finally coming out. And Spectre is kind of boring, even though Batista's in it. But like it just didn't didn't pop for me. Yeah. This one like kind of definitely. It's two hours, 45 minutes. And for me, it kind of flew. Yeah, yeah. So we'll have to do it once it like comes out in a few months, like on the apps or whatever. Or we'll or whatever. definitely have to finish the Craig Absolutely. Bond reviews. Because that one, it's probably, like, Casino Royale is really good. But this one, like, I don't know, it has a whole, like, bigger picture kind of I'd thing. go maybe Casino Royale, still the top. Yeah, and then this one. And then this one, then yeah. Skyfall. Yeah, then sure. Then Spectre, then Quantum, yeah, I'd yeah. probably say. Yeah, I also like the song with Billie Eilish. Yeah, it, it's it, pretty it good. really works. It works with the movie and everything. It's very, yeah, yeah haunting for it. Yeah, I mean, well, we are watching, because that was the non, I took my mom to see that. That was kind of a non-Halloween movie I watched. But then, of course, like you said, we're doing our spooky movie reviews, and they're continuing. Because every Halloween, we said we would release a review of a Halloween movie, mm. meaning the Halloween movie franchise. Which means last year we did everyone's favorite Halloween movie, Halloween 3. Halloween 3 has had a bit of a resurgence. It it's has. like people are starting to have Cold a classic. new like appreciation for it yeah and i did enjoy the uh and appreciate the references to halloween right. 3 in halloween kills yeah yeah there was some cool references to a bunch of the movies mm. in in that in those movies um yeah we did halloween 3 last year and it, that's the one without michael myers but then the one we're doing this week that we're releasing for free on this free feed halloween 4 the return of <sighs> michael myers <sighs> yeah i heard john pollock post wrestling he he's excited for our reviews Shall we, shall we swap him in instead of Cena? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we should. Yeah, John Never Cena. Never done that before. <laughs> John Cena will be joining us. Uh, he's a horror, uh, what do you call it? Aficionado? Oh, yeah. Something like that. So he's going to join us, talk all about Jamie, the, the, the daughter. Jamie of, Lloyd. Yeah, the daughter of Lori, who's going to have to go up against her uncle, Michael Myers, who's apparently not dead after 10 years. So from 1988. Halloween 4. It's going to be on this very free feed. I know Halloween is Sunday. Mm -hmm. So what I'll do for you people is put it out for free on Saturday night. Excellent. Or Saturday evening. Yeah, yeah. so you can get in the spooky spirit yeah. like Halloween morning yeah. or whenever you get up, wherever you are in the world. We're recording that tomorrow, uh, Wednesday during the day. So uh, get your feedback in if you haven't already. So that'll be out on the free feed talking all about that. Um, we also on this very free feed, we're going to be doing this tomorrow night with AEW Dynamite. Oh, We're yeah. going to be doing BD Elite. We'll talk all about the Dark Order versus the Elite in some sort of costume match. Yeah, what do you think they're dressing up as? <laughs> the Dark Order got to be like, what, like cowboys and stuff? Or they're not with Hangman tomorrow night. We've seen the Elite have done Ghostbusters before, haven't they? So, what? Yeah, true. Dark Order. Hmm. They should be Undisputed Era. 
They should just be Toy Story. Like, be a different toy each. Nice. Know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Woody, Buzz. They've done Mario Can have Anna, uh, Anna Jay's bow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm interested to see what they do. We were going to do our costumes for... We didn't realize we're dressed as AEW people. We should have done it for mm. Media Elite, so... We'll just be chilling probably tomorrow. I could rock the Arn again, but I don't. I've got some horror t-shirts. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. yeah, we'll still we'll be still streaming and recording BD Elite tomorrow night because they're back on Wednesdays. They are. So we're we're gonna be doing that show again on this very free feed. Uh, we'll talk all about that. You talked about Bound for Glory as yes. well. That's on this feed, I think. As That's well. on this feed as well. Uh, myself and John Sino uh, on Sunday released our Bound for Glory review. All our thoughts on that. So go back and check that out. Yeah. Uh, you also have the sesh. The sesh coming back this Friday. I was joined by Neil Flanagan, our man Neil, last Friday to talk all about episode one of Succession season three. And this week, um, this show is going to be on the Patreon, and I'll be joined by a Mister Wei Ting, Woo. talking all about episode two. We'll be talking about lawyers, Trojan horses, and glazed donuts. All that's coming out this Friday. Uh, get your feedback in on the Patreon, on the Facebook group. Uh, but loving season three so far. The sesh. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so that's going to be out this weekend. And of course, patreon.com slash up next. Five bucks for North American tier or seven if you're Canadian. I'm sorry. That, that, that change up there. Mm. Yeah, it hits us. It hits us hard. Um, you get all these spooky movie reviews we're talking about. We're going to be doing a special show. This week, we're doing, tonight was Halloween Havoc. We thought, why not go back with a review from the six, go to 1996 with Halloween Havoc, WCW. Yeah. Yeah. That's coming out. Um, we've got a main event of Randy Savage versus Hollywood Hogan for the WCW World Heavyweight Championship. But in a little banger, I'm a part way through this show, but... Tipping my hat a little. Yeah. Little banger. Rey Mysterio Jr. versus Dean Malenko. Oh, for yeah. The Cruiserweight Championship. Oh, yeah. Awesome match. Two icons. So, uh, a stacked card here. Yeah. You got DDP versus Eddie Guerrero. Whew. You got Jeff Jarrett versus The Giant. Wow. Take my money. Halloween Havoc 1996. Yeah, that's a review that we're putting out this weekend. But we thought, why not stay in the spooky thing? Maybe spooky, scary movies aren't your thing. The, the new things are they're too scary. They're too gory. You don't like them. Well, we're joined by Chris Leone, friend of the show, world champ patron. He brought us on a tour of the Twilight Zone before. We had a lot of fun. So we have asked Twilight Zone expert Chris Leone another four top episodes that he would rank as the best episodes of the Twilight Zone. Yes, the original series. And he has hand-picked some. And we are going to talk all about them this week as well, which will be out. And the episodes we're talking about, Time Enough at Last... The Silence, I guess that's where Dexter got his name mm-hmm. for his move. Shadow Play, and my personal favorite, Nightmare at 20,000 Feet. Yes, with Mr. Shatner. There's something on the wing. Yeah, yeah it's so many of these. Uh, I found this the first time around we did The Twilight Zone. Um, so many of these episodes are like, oh, it's that Simpsons episode. Yeah. It's Treehouse of Horror. Right. Um, and yeah, we'll be talking all about that again with Chris coming out later this week. Uh, so, so many shows. It's again, only North Americans here to get all these access to everything, including was next. We've talked about Big E versus Bo Dallas for the NXT title on a retro NXT review. That's all included as well. And well, maybe you're still on the fence. Ah, I like you guys, but five bucks slash seven bucks is a lot. Well, November is coming soon, and the first is a good time. I can tell you two things we have planned. 
You mentioned Wei Ting is going to be joining you on the Patreon mm-hmm. this week for the sesh. Wei Ting is also signed on for November for his selection of a best match ever. The SmackDown 6. Oh. That's all I can say. You, we, you also said that November we're going to do a Survivor Series throwback review. Yeah. And you've decided it's a good idea to go chat all about 2001 Survivor yeah, it's Series. the 20th anniversary. Long live the Alliance. Yeah. So we're going to um, chat about that too. So if you're thinking... One of the most stacked rosters ever. Yeah. Um, and I, I have fond memories of remem- watching that event yeah. when it happened. So all that coming out next month, as well as the the maybe the most hyped show of the year, Loch Ness. Oh, yes. Yeah, we we record, we did a review of Leprechaun for St. Patrick's Day and realized we're we're leaving out all our our Scot Scots mm. all our Scottish friends. So we thought, what do they have over there? Uh, what's their like thing? Well, they have Saint what out Saint Andrews Saint Andrews Day, of course. How could I forget? And well, there's a popular movie that just we're going to celebrate, and it's Loch Ness with Ted Danson. Yes. So can't wait to talk all about that in November. Very but exciting. The November schedule will be out shortly uh, this week towards the end of the month. But we're still in spooky season mode with all these Ooh, yeah. best match ever, casket match, Halloween Havoc reviews, all this stuff. At Up Next Podcast for I'm all the sad. info. I'm, I think I feel, feel like I'm going to be still on a bit of a horror kick after this. Like still watching spooky mm. movies for a bit. You know how you know how society works, though. Have you been to a store or anything in the past? Oh, I'm going to hear Mariah in a second, dude. You're going to hear Mariah today. Oh, no. I already heard Mariah. Has Dollarama already spoken? Yeah, over? I've Fuck. already fucking heard no. Mariah, dude. I'm over it. It's not even Halloween. Yeah, George. No, that is my favorite one, though. Okay. No, I, I have heard Mariah. Do do me a favor and just wait till December, still, d- till d- you start like, bumping it, like. One you can't go one day listening to Thriller, Misfits, whatever, and then the next Mariah. Like there needs to be like I know Americans have Thanksgiving in that like mm. span, something somewhere in there. So like, do they have? I feel December first. December first. If you want to start getting like excited, cool. Yeah, yeah. I need time to like like. You need to let things breathe sometimes. You know. Right. Yeah. yeah. So spooky season forever. Mm. That's what we're saying here. Oh, I did watch The Shining as well. The other oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like great. the end of it was on that channel we have, the horror movies. Yeah, what, did he kill his family? Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I want to see the sequel. The, yeah. yeah. Oh, the Doctor Sleep. Sleep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. No? I don't know. I did see uh, the trailer. There's a few scary movies coming out. The trailers for Halloween Kills look pretty good, but uh, yeah, I don't know. The Black Book or something. Oh, Black the one phone? with Matt Smith. Yeah, I don't know. Something. Yeah, that one looked creepy. There's antlers as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, spooky season will end, and then we'll start talking about Christmas movies. It'll be great. I've already asked John if he, John Pollock, if he wants to do Home Alone. But what, what did he say? He didn't. He R bombed me. Yeah, he didn't. Even I mean, reply. it's Christmas, and he's got two young kids. So yeah, so he shouldn't leave them at home. <laughs> <laughs> he should leave them at home and come review it with All us. Right. Yeah. Are we going to review the new Home Alone, Home Sweet Home Alone? Uh. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> Christmas is a busy time of year. <laughs> you also you wanted to do the the Undertaker New Day thing, but I heard it wasn't very good. No, I'll, I'll give it a go at some point. Yeah, I I was going to do it and then decided it was a busy week and I right didn't want to do it. <laughs> hey, that's life, man. Yeah, life. <laughs> Sometimes you just got to do what you want to do. You know what? Sometimes you do. Ah! <laughs> For the podcast listeners, that's me. With Anderson with the Glock. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so we'll, we'll, maybe we'll see Arn. I, Ar- I've tagged Arn in my tweet. Let's get Arn and Cody to see our costumes, guys. Arn's going to be confused. He's going to be like, that's not a Glock. 
Arn's going to reply. You see the difference between you guys <laughs> and me? Yeah. No, uh, I can just see him staring at his phone like, all right, I, how do I open this? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we, we did a watch along, a rare uh, NXT watch along, especially NXT 2.0. This felt like the closest thing we'll have to a takeover maybe mm. ever again, possibly. I, I think we're still going to get these specials for okay. sure. Yeah. These specials, but not a takeover? I don't know, not necessarily, maybe at some point, but uh, I can see us having more themed um more themed events, like more themed Tuesdays cuz you okay. need something to build to. Yeah. Even like the old NXT we were we were watching, like the was next. They have they still kind of have something to build to, like the big right. title matches and things. Okay. Uh I think we'll get more themed Tuesdays. Yeah. Well, we'll be interested to see how well it does if there is a bit of a spike this week. Well, how could they not have gotten a spike because Chucky was our special oh yeah just guest not host just guest definitely think there was a he's sl- he's pretty much the host yeah so it's like he was why- introducing every match he was yeah. introducing the video package at the beginning he was the host essentially let's talk about NXT Halloween Havoc from Tuesday October 26th 2021 we start off with well one of the matches they did spin the wheel and make a deal. And we knew already that we are going to get this triple threat women's tag team title match. And the match is a scareway to heaven match, meaning it's a ladder match. Mm. And the winners who grab the titles are the NXT women's champions. And the champions going into this, Io Shirai and Zoe Stark. And, well, I mentioned Io Shirai doesn't lose in a ladder match. Yes. Will, that's... That statement still stands strong here tonight. Well, uh, JC is in the match, for those wondering, after yep. her last she's week. She's okay. Yeah, she's okay. Um, so JC and Gigi versus EO and Zoe versus Indy and Persia. And uh, JC's in here. She's got a ladder. She comes in and stops when there's two people climbing. And instead of pushing the ladder, she, like, chops the middle part that, like, breaks it. Um, she tried to kick it over, but yeah, just snapped the little rung in between. Yeah, it was weird. Uh, there's then a, a double DDT by Eo on the outside to the floor. She starts to climb, uh, but Indy comes in there and does like this like springboard jump onto the ladder. Very impressive. Shelton Benjamin-like here. Uh, but then Zoe does it as well. And this is when all, a, a lot of, of the, the women are on the outside. And now Zoe gets shoved, but as she's falling, she like jumps and then springboards and yeah, jumps great. to the outside. Really. Again, reminds me of Shelton Benjamin, WrestleMania, yeah. I think, 22. Uh, Persia is now in there. She's throwing people around. She was very impressive last week when she kind of had to take on EO, kind mm. of in a triple threat that turned into the singles. Here, she's throwing people around. There's, like, lift-ups. There's then a powerbomb spot to Gigi Dolan onto a ladder that's, like, propped in between the turnbuckle, which looked awesome. This looked very painful. Yeah. Um, often when we see these powerbombs, and I'm, of course, it still hurts, but they're, like across the ropes so there's at least some give yeah the way it was stacked this looked really painful looked very scary yeah yeah it did um gg got it and then that made me go okay well if gg's getting beat up here that means she's just gonna come in at the end and take the titles mm. remember that yeah so gg's taken out here uh there's then eo who does a moonsault onto jc oh yeah this, this was nuts this too. This crazy. So there's a ladder in between the ropes and then like leaning in, in between in the ring somewhere. So it's like kind of diagonal. And EO puts 
JC on top of it and then moonsault like a lion salt almost. It looked like she landed on her face. Yeah, looked crazy. Uh, this was nuts. So EO goes to climb. Uh, at one point, Zoe goes for a 450 onto a ladder. It was her Phoenix Splash. But yeah. The, uh, who was she doing it to? JC, was it? Or Someone on the ladder. It was a little too far In away. Persia. And she just landed on her knees and it looked kind of painful, actually. Yeah, she eventually gets up and Indy spine busts her, but it was it was a little weird. Mm. Uh, definitely, definitely messed up that spot. But the match continues. There is a spot where EO is up and then gets like dumped. Indy pushes the ladder as EO is about to grab the titles. And there's a ladder set up ringside from the apron to a table as like a table, essentially. And EO falling off the ladder in the ring to the outside in midair. Turns upside down and almost like lands upside down, but in the last second, like just ever so yeah, slightly. She like, she like right the top of her back, but her head looked, her head was going straight towards this thing. Uh, this was it looked insane. terrifying yeah. and all the replays, like any I th- angle. I, I think she might be just that good that she's making this look crazy, yeah. but I was. Uh, I was very scared. <laughs> this was a crazy spot. Yeah. This was insane. I know the match is the scary, whatever, scare way. This was very scary, like legit. Because any angle, I've even seen angles from people from inside, like who filmed it. Mm. And it looks just insane. I don't know how she didn't kill herself here. It was here. close. It but was really close. Indy selling it as if she's like hurt her hero almost. She's like, ah, oh, I'm so sorry. It was almost like she was like, are you okay? Because she was scared. Like Indy's I, facials here. Yeah. It, it kind of felt, yeah, just like out of character. Fuck, did I just hurt someone? Yeah, well, Indy then realizes, no, I just threw EO off the top. So she starts to climb. She's about to grab the titles. But Gigi comes up. She kicks Indy off the ladder. Gigi Dolan grabs the titles. Toxic Attraction, Gigi and JC are your new NXT Women Tag Team Champions. Meaning we're only one step away from the Toxic Prophecy. Oh, yes. Yeah. What did you think of this match? I was entertained by it. I, I, did, I did have fun with this match. There were some uh, kind of sloppy moments, which in a match like this makes it quite a scary moment, I thought. Um, the, the EO bump uh, was so close to being something really awful. Um, but I can't say I didn't enjoy this match. And sometimes a match like this, you kind of want a bit like that. You kind of want your... Oh God, what's going to happen? Right. I hope everyone's okay. Yeah. Of course. Uh, but it did add to the excitement for me for this match. It did. Cause there was a lot of chaos. I mean, with six people doing a ladder match, they got to do these crazy spots. And I would say there were some things I haven't seen so much in ladder matches before. I did think they, they did a few different things. I think it was a bit where Persia was on the ladder and JC literally on the same side as her climbs over her to get ahead of her, which I thought looked pretty cool. Um, and like the lion salt to the ladder, I thought looked great. Um, I think Persia's awesome. She's just from she's what I've seen. Me. Yeah. She, she had a really cool moment and it's actually similar to the moment later with Fabian Eichner where she's, she's caught someone and she's trying to get back up and you think she's going to drop him at one point and kind of does the squat before picking up. Uh, she's yeah. got serious strength. I think could be, could be good. Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, I, I, I like this match. There was a few things that were like, ooh, that was weird. But other than that, I, that EO spot was crazy. Yeah. So, yeah, I still. But also, a, a ladder match should think of those, those early ones. Yeah. They look sloppy. They look scary. Right. Not everything has to be picture perfect. It's a fight, you know? Yeah. 
no, I, I thought I thought this still had some really cool spots from everyone. Um, everyone kind of still impressed me, even though Zoe, like, still Zoe was doing, like, yeah, she messed up the 450, but that spot off the ladder was nutso. So, uh, cool stuff in this match. And new champions, like I said. So, Gigi and JC, new champs. I'm happy that EO and Zoe aren't champions me anymore. Too. I'm happy that they, they can move on and not, maybe not be friends anymore. Yeah. EO should be on the main roster at this point. Should be, yeah, doing main roster or, have one more run with the title or something, but yeah. she needs to move on to something else. The, the tag team didn't really work for me. Kept no. her busy yeah. for a time, but yeah, what are we doing with EO? Because she needs big, big stuff. Yeah, like EO was a huge attraction to NXT for the past little while, especially the USA era mm. here. So I feel like there's there's money on the table with her being a big star for WWE. And they they it worked in NXT and I think it could work for WWE. I yep. just don't know. Like think of all the, like finally get EO versus Sasha. Finally yeah. get EO versus, I don't know, Becky. EO versus Charlotte. Oh wait, that might not happen. <laughs> Is this the point of the show where we can talk about I, Charlotte? I, I did write about it in my like things we should talk about. All right. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, so I said, God knows how many months ago, Charlotte's going to be the one to show up like a Lundra blaze and throw mm. the title in the thing. I was joking. Well, guess what looks like everyone making memes about this week. Hey, the Charlotte's going to be the one to do that. Mm. I don't know. Um, is it, is it people, dirt sheets, things going too far? All of a sudden we, we hate this person now because they're, we, we read online that they're, they're mean people or something like that. Or is something actually happened and transpired that people are like, Oh, this person's being not very kind. Yeah. The story, I mean, I mean the story being Becky and Charlotte got in a fight. Yeah. You probably all know it. By now, yeah. there was the the stuff with the title exchange on on SmackDown and the titles being thrown down and Becky and Charlotte having a yelling match backstage and right. Charlotte being asked to leave. And then we're having reports come out that uh, from like uh, Fightful and I think The Torch saying that uh, Charlotte's kind of been a bit alienated and doesn't uh, like only really cares about her and has really kind of sort of ostracized herself from the rest of the locker room. Um I feel in this case, it's a where there's smoke, there is fire. I think there's been a few things recently on TV. Yeah. We had that Nia Jax incident where it just broke down and they started slapping each other. Even, even Andrade's release, where he asked for his release, didn't get his release, and then gets his release and the non-compete waived. Right. Which was odd. Maybe been throwing her weight around a bit and has rubbed people up the wrong way. I don't know, but... If there is truth to it, like, I would, like, say, hope she does end up leaving. I don't know if an AEW would take her. Like, you think of the atmosphere at AEW. It's such a family, hmm. right? Everyone there is so, like, connected. Do you want someone who might be a a bad egg? Go play with Tessa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I, I don't know. Because, like, obviously, we're, we're, we watch a product that is on TV. And the bit with the title thing was was there it's like i'm not saying it's sean michael's bret hart but i'm also not saying is this like is this just one person telling someone and then that tells two friends and then mm. oh we hate charlotte now she sucks she stinks i don't yeah, like it can, her it can be that's yeah, like for sure again i wasn't there i don't know but like i do i do think i could definitely believe that story i i i kind of <laughs> yeah. believe it yeah again i do want to see her i do want to see her go i thought i thought a long time ago she should be the one to kind of go and now if that makes sense sure and uh 
will she be a bad egg? It's like, no, she is, she's going to make the money. That's, mm. that's what she's going to do. But is she going to, I mean, maybe in a certain demographic perhaps, but is she going to draw any more for them than right. a punk of Brian, their current rostered are? Well, anyway? I mean, according to Eric Bischoff, punk isn't <laughs> yeah. drawing uh, anything. So, yeah. Yeah. But then <laughs> you, you mentioned the Sean and Brett thing. This yeah. is the, as it stands, this is the match of a Survivor Series. Charlotte versus Becky, SmackDown versus Raw. Does it make you more interested in the match with this added what I'm drama, saying. Did someone this real-life yeah. drama? Just, just Sometimes I'm just like, are we being? Are you trying to work people? Because like, it seems like you're trying to work people. Mm. And now you tell me there's a... I didn't even know that there was a match in Survivor. So it's like, well, yeah. Well, of course. Like, now, we're the champs at the moment. Yeah. Right? Like, so, like, I mean, anything can change before then. Wait, so who does Zelina Vega face? Isn't she She's win? just the queen. Okay. She's the queen of the ring. Right, no, right. Queen's crown. Right. Okay. China's the true queen of the ring. Right, yeah. Rest in peace. Yeah, yeah. Fuck. I mean, I, I don't know. The Charlotte thing is, is weird. It it would be like a big... I feel like times have changed. You don't need to... I don't like Tony Khan shitting on WWE and, mm. and saying it's a WWE versus AW thing. It's like, no. It's like, I'm happy just not watching that stuff and watching your show. But now you're making it weird. Make me feel weird for like... Because I, I, I went I, I went to... Um, there was like a Comic Con thing here the other day. My buddy bumps in. I was with a buddy, and he bumps into someone, and the guy's like, "Oh, did you watch Crown Jewel?" Mm. And my friend is like, "No, absolutely not." And he's like, "Ah, oh, it was it was a good show." And I was like, "Hey, actually, I watched some of it. You know, it wasn't bad." And he was like, "Ah, it was pretty good. It was pretty good." I'm like, "What did you think of All Out?" He goes, "I don't watch that show." <laughs> AEW's got too many silly things going on. That was this guy's yeah. word. I never met him in my life. I said, oh, but you really love Crown Jewel? He's like, yeah, it was great. I'm like, who won uh, Queen of the Ring? And he's like, oh, Crown, qu- qu- Queen's Crown? Queen's Crown, Zelina Vega. I'm like, oh, cool, cool. Yeah, I loved her T-shirt. It was really silly, too. And this guy just got, I'm so sorry, did I offend you? I was like, no, I'm just fucking with you. But like, you like what you like. And I like what mm. you like, but I didn't say your shit was silly. You just went, yeah, oh, I don't watch that silly shit. Yeah. I said, well, fuck you. And he's like, well, did you like Halloween Kills? They went, yeah, it sucked. <laughs> he's like, well, I didn't think that. I was like, yeah, but I did. <laughs> and I said, well, I like Bond. And he's like, okay, I like that too. I was like. So like, are you friends still? No, I said, good fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but going back to the kind of the Charlotte thing you just said about EO. Like yeah. you do have so many talented women there. Yeah. Who I see could totally be main eventers. Right. Who, like, like Charlotte, yeah, is a big loss. But can we, there are so many people who can fill that slot right now. I think I'm in a new mode. I think I'm calling it the, the Daniel Bryan or the Bryan Danielson mode where it's like, I don't care, man. I just want to do good wrestling. And as a fan, I don't care. I just want to see good stuff. Yeah, That's, yeah. He's made me like, I listen to that guy now. Mm. And he was never my guy. But I'm like, everything you say, I believe. That, that like promo he cut after All Out, like I just... There's good professional wrestling and whatever. Like, yeah. show people this and people will like it. That's how, like, that's how I am now. I'm like, ah, if I don't like that, don't watch that. Mm. But I watch this. There are some silly things in AEW. <laughs> sure, yeah. I would like to see her there, though. Sorry, drink if Braden says they should be all elite. But, mm. yeah, my curiosity is Yeah, I don't, I don't care. Yeah, really. I, I would. I'm like, I would. I don't know. I, it does turn me off if someone's a dick. I agree. I'm like, why? I there agree. are so many great wrestlers out there and so many people we... We don't even know about who are probably trying to. Yeah. yeah why are we wasting the space for someone who's being a dick? It, as, it's WCW. It was like that. The nineties, we were rough. We were mean people mm. in the nineties as a generation. Like, so when Alundra Blaze was told, Hey, throw the thing in the garbage, like, Ooh, so edgy. Mm. Now it's not edgy anymore. You're just being a dick. 
Yeah. It's like NXT 2.0 every time. Hey, say something. Say something like say a swear word or wear some like provocative clothing. Oof, fuck, so edgy. Like really, it's like mm-hmm. nah, it was in the nineties, but like moved it's on. Different from, times, yeah. yeah. So someone being a dick definitely just doesn't. Like, just be nice to each other, especially after the last fucking. That's what two I mean. Years, you That's know? what I mean. Like, if Daniel Bryan was like, "Yo, fuck Roman Reigns, fuck Vince McMahon, I'm going to AEW to make a shit ton of money," I would be like, "Yo, I don't." want to see you do that but this guy's like man i just like wrestling uh love working you f- for you guys i love, loved it there. i just i just hope everyone enjoys the products i <laughs> put on television and if you eat an apple it's a tree sperm or whatever the fuck he said in an interview i'm like damn daniel bryan like <laughs> i want to be more like you people He's should the best. be the paul rudd of wrestling he is paul rudd of wrestling <laughs> <laughs> listen to behind the bde <laughs> dropping this week world champs you want to hear paul rudd conversations paul rudd of wrestling yeah is daniel bryan does he age no, just cuts no, his beard once in a while. great for a long time. And Paul Rudd sometimes has a beard too. Yeah. Looks good in that Ghostbusters trailer. Can't wait. Welcome to our TED Talk. Uh, yeah, where were we? Halloween we, Havoc. We were saying that new dream match that needs to happen and Vince is dumb if it doesn't happen. I mean, he just probably doesn't even know who Io Shirai is, but Io Shirai needs to face Sasha Banks. It happened last year. The, do it on a bigger <laughs> yeah, pay-per-view. Okay, yeah. Like, yeah, not just like a, you know, thing. Like, do it like a whole Io Asuka. Io Asuka. is like healthy again. there's a whole there's a whole roster yeah. that she could be messing around with and being a star there but yeah definitely is where i want to sure. see but all hail toxic attraction we go to the commentary team uh wade beth and not greg hamilton what's his name uh he's Rick not joseph he's yeah, not there anymore. greg's gone yeah he's busy suing west side gun um i yeah do you think that's got to be why he's released right i guess those weird tweets yeah, so West Side Gun used his voice in a song, and he was like, yo, you owe me money. You owe me $30,000, and it's going to go up every day that you don't pay me. <laughs> That's pretty fucked up. Was he, like, lit when he was tweeting these I things? I Because, like, I get it. I like him. I, I like his I like Greg. Yeah, I like Greg. I also like West Side Gun. And I'm like, yo, if someone used my voice that was just introducing some wrestler, who cares? Mm. That's my voice. That's cool. But, like. But also, like, how much is West Side Gun making over Greg Hamilton? I doubt Greg is on like a huge. I, I'm sure he gets paid nicely, but I doubt it's yeah. anything huge. I don't know. It's weird. I don't know that story. But yeah. Sorry. So then who's the guy here? Vic Joseph. That's right. Dressed Vic. as Danny Zuko, I think. He's just in a leather jacket. He's yeah. de- he, he had oh. his hair. No, he's uh, from Ted Lasso. Oh, Mark. No, Roy Kent. Roy Kent. He's there. He's, he's there. He's there. He's everywhere. Fucking where? Roy Kent. Um, and Beth is in like a black spooky like dress kind of thing. And Wade is in a Frankenstein t-shirt yeah. uh casual tuesdays at nxt he, no he's supporting the frankensteiner later tonight oh, that's why okay. he's it, i think i'll say that uh you could tell i didn't want to talk about this next segment which is the haunted house oh yeah 2021 that's right so catching up here carmelo hayes cashes in his breakout contract he becomes north american champion and well johnny gargano returns to challenge him for a match at a later date but in somehow, some way, Dexter Loomis and Johnny have his North American title, and they say, "Come get it at Halloween Havoc at a haunted house." And then, well, here we are. Yes. So we're at this haunted house. Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams they show up. They pull up to this haunted house, and uh, they're very scary. They're very scared. Sorry. Uh, what were they wearing? They were. I, I think they were in costume. It looked like they were dressed as lo- yoga mums in their like Lululemon yoga pants. No, they were oh, in they like were... bulletproof vests. They look like bad boys. What were they? 
I didn't get their costume. Usa. No, I don't think that was yoga pants. Oh, those were bulletproof. Pants. They look terrible. You think yoga moms in the park wearing? All I'll say is no one's questioning what I'm dressed as tonight. Yeah. You got it in one. Carmelo and Trick. I I don't know what you were. They're showing up to a haunted house and uh, they say they got that Gargano money now. And they're saying Indy Hartwell is a gold digger. They, they, they're quoting Kanye and then it like cuts to like a lightning strike when they're about to say a swear word. Mm-hmm. Again, edgy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Trick says uh, he'll wait in the car because he's the getaway driver. And Carmelo's like, no, 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 no. You're coming in with me. Come on. Come on. Let's go. Uh, and then they enter this haunted house as they walk by like a creepy little kid. Uh, they say, hey, what are you doing here, you weird-ass kid in the woods? <laughs> Just a creepy kid. Uh, Johnny and Dexter are watching over them with, like, security systems. And Johnny says to Dexter, don't worry. I home alone the crap out of the house. They're going to have a fun time with us and our friend. And he brings in Zombie Ref. He's like, ah. So now we've established that apparently Johnny Gargano is on a pretty big contract at the moment. Because Carmelo and Trick are like, Oh, it's Loomis's house, but he's got that Gargano money now. Right. And here, Gargano is like, oh, I've home loaned the place. And he's just hired a fuckload of actors. Right. To work tonight. Yeah. He's loaded, he's this Johnny Gargano. Damn. Johnny Money. Yeah, whoa. Johnny Money stacks here. Yeah. I guess that's that NXT contract Maybe for he's a while. staying. Maybe he's not all of <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he's already signed. Yeah. Uh, so it says more to come. With Trick and Carmelo going through the haunted house. Can't wait. Yeah. Good stuff. We cut to Grayson Waller, dressed as, like, Dracula. Dracula, Kind of old school. He says he's the host now. Because LA Knight uh, had some car problems. Yeah, had to look at his Twitter. He was having trouble getting there. But said would be there by the end of the night. So, uh, no more LA Knight. But out comes Joe Gacy who's talking about exploitation and sexuality, was it being sexuality, exploiting? I don't know what he was no, going he's on. saying like Halloween is, yeah, it's yeah, it's like offensive costumes and yeah, exploiting your sexuality, like people dressing right. slutty. Yeah, right, like sexy Dracula mm. or sexy squid this games. This is not very inclusive. It's not very inclusive? Yeah. You don't think Halloween's, he doesn't think Halloween's inclusive? No, I think it's pretty inclusive. I think it? Halloween's pretty inclusive. Yeah. What, what isn't inclusive about it? Like, it's it's inclusive for, I don't know, like, ugly people don't want to dress up? <laughs> like, I don't know what it's, what's not inclusive about it. Everyone can dress up as Dracula. It's one and time he, you can wear a, a mask in Florida and someone won't shout at you, I guess. Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> He's doing all right there. Yeah. It's a safe space. Yeah. That's, that's Florida. Mm. Everyone dresses like it's Halloween there for sure. Well, uh, Joe Gacy has a match, and he's going up against Malik Blade, who attacks Joe Gacy. So really, Malik better, like, calm down here. Joe Gacy's talking about safe space. He's like, no, Halloween is inclusive. Yeah, true. (laughs) Yeah, beats him up. I'll show you. (laughs) As Malik Blade has some offense on Joe Gacy, it cuts to, like, a picture-in-picture, but the other footage is, like, this security camera footage of, like, Michael Myers, Jason Voorhees-looking... Like, what's his name? Harland. Harland, the snowflake, as I yeah. call him. Snowflake. Um, he's just walking. This was actually great. The, this kind of picture-in-picture security camera. Um, it was very much like something you'd see in a Halloween film uh, with Michael Myers appearing. And you go, oh, shit, he's coming into the room. 
where our heroes are. Yeah. He's going to kill someone. This is scary. And he's in the boiler suit and everything. I thought for like the kind of scary things on this week's show, this was a bit more subtle. And I thought it was actually pretty good. This guy is scary. Oh, terrifying. Looking. Yeah. He's literally in the Mike Myers, like overall yeah. things like the, yeah. Yeah. The jumper who he comes down to the ring. Joe Gacy finally uh, gets some offense on Malik and Harlan now comes out and it's almost like a distraction. Joe Gacy hits his, uh, what is it? The springboard headstand into the spinning clothesline, which does look pretty cool and gets the win here uh, with him and his snowflake. Mm. So yeah, Gacy on Halloween Havoc gets the win. And afterwards he's going, Harland, you can trust me. Mm. You can trust me, Harland. Um, Yeah, this is just getting over the act of Joe Gacy and Harland. Malik Blade is has been in these just roles quite a lot recently. But um, I am intrigued by these two. So this is working for me so far. Yeah, Joe Gacy and Snowflake. Mm. Not the name of the dolphin from Ace Ventura. No, it's the same name. But I do <laughs> I do think that should be his name. Just he, Snowflake. He doesn't look Bond. like... A, he looks like a Bond villain or something. One day main event of Mania could Snowflake. be... Snowflake. Snowflake versus Bearcat. I'm fucking sold. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Harland isn't... Harland's not great. No, it's like... Harland Snowflake. Does Vince know people have two names? Like, you have a first and a last name. You do know that, right? Madonna doesn't. Cher. Ronaldo. What was his first? He had a first name. Not Cristiano. The original Ronaldo. Ah. He was just Ronaldo. The only Ronaldo I... uh, Acknowledge. Yeah, it's Cristiano Ronaldo. He's named after Ronaldo. Um, What else are one-namers? Prince. Prince, yeah. Still. Kane. <laughs> yeah, but like, you know, there's other... Th- you can have none. Yeah. Right? Like, I don't I don't like the bear cat thing. Bear cat? <laughs> Man bear? Man bat? Mantar. Mantar. <laughs> you know, he's Keith Lee. He's a really good wrestler. I'm just saying. He should just be... Who's Keith Lee? The bear cat. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> um, we get a video for Kay Lee Ray. Mm. Remember her? Yeah. From NXT UK, but she's been here for a little bit, but she's been chilling. Well, now she's ready to rage. Call her Kaylee Rage. And she's in a rage room, and she's just beating shit up and slamming glasses and Mm -hmm. kitchenware, breaking it up. She's mad. She's mad as hell. Yeah, she's saying that she's the longest reigning women's champion in nearly 60 years within, like, wrestling. Right. And, uh... She's like, that's got me nothing so far in NXT 2.0. No respect. And therefore, I'm going to smash up these glasses and this TV. Uh, you ever been to a rage room? No, I'd like to. <laughs> you want to go? I, one? You yeah, need one? Yeah, I need one. Uh, I yeah. used to have one when I was a student. Okay. Um, we moved into a place and it had all this like leftover right. like silverware plates and glasses and stuff. Yeah. And we had this little like conservatory room we never used. So you just... So we get stuff? stressed a lot, and we just go in there and throw around plates. I've done it. I've like great. taken sledgehammers to like buildings yeah, and walls awesome. and stuff, but like I've never been to an actual rage. No, room. I'd like to. Yeah, Looks smash like up fun. Car. Smash it, smash it up. Yeah. Well, Kaylee Ray says she's going to rage, so she's coming soon. Not wrong. She they kind of brought her into NXT, and then this 2.0 things happened, and it's gotten very quiet. And they were building her up, weren't they? Yeah. She beat Ember, didn't she? And just, she's just been chilling. She's just been chilling. Well, we'll see more of her. We go to Grayson Waller, Dracula, 
And now we see the Halloween Havoc party. Oh, yeah. Think of your, your classic WWE parties where they're backstage and he's walking around and everyone's having a party. We got uh, Jiro and Kushida. They're asking what is Halloween. Yeah, they're, they're always dressed for Halloween. Kushida's always dressed as Marty McFly and Jiro's always in his snazzy blazers. Um, I'm just happy so they're, they're not in costume. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy they're not in the washroom <laughs> <laughs> this time. They're actually at the party. Uh, they're learning all about Halloween, so they kind of disappear because they're going to go find a costume. It pans over to Tony D'Angelo. He's uh, he looked like he was chatting up Lash Legend for a second. Mm. I, I think he's interested in stuff. He's not in costume. He's he, just, he looked kind of like you he's right just, now. He's the open tracksuit <laughs> with the chest hair. Taco out. meat out chain. You know, looking a little, like Tony Soprano. You know, he's just hanging around. Uh, we see a bunch of other people. We see these these two girls or, or women in costume, and Cameron Grimes comes into this the shot dressed as a NASA like astronaut going to the moon, going to the moon, and he starts talking to them, and he says, "You girls look like ex extra reels, extraterrestrials." Yeah, but he messes it up, so he's like trying to make it a line, right. and they didn't like it, and they walk off. And Grayson Waller's like, "Hey, mate, like." We're going to work on this. Don't worry. I'm going to help you. I'm going to help you. So here's our, you know, we were all wondering about where this angle was going to go. And Cameron Grimes and, well, Cameron Grimes and Grayson Waller now are going to continue this dating thing. Who's been your favorite costume so far? Uh, out of what they have going on? I guess Cameron Grimes because it's pretty funny. That NASA, going- it's relevant to his character, yeah. 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 I almost bought that exact jumper for like, oh, yeah? this weekend, but I, I didn't. What'd you end up getting? Uh, just like a skeleton, like cool thing. Nice. Just just being s- skulls black. I wear black all the time, anyways. So every day is Halloween. Yeah, man. But not. Na- <laughs> <laughs> but a NASA jumper does look nice. Yeah. I keep. What do I keep joking to you when we get lit? You you say your uncle works at NASA in Texas, yeah. and I'm always like, yo yo, call your uncle and tell him to give me a jumper. It, it can be used. I, I gave you a NASA. <laughs> I did. Should I get it? Sweater, yeah. Yeah, I should wear it. Yeah. Now let's finish the show first. (laughs) (laughs) Call your uncle. (laughs) Uh, So we'll see more parties backstage going on. But uh, I don't know. What's been your favorite costume so far? Oh, uh, Frankie Monet. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, she had a good costume. Definitely. Um, We go to... What do we go to next? There's a diamond mine. Malcolm Bivens. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Not in costume. No, because he's all business here tonight. The Diamond Mine have an open challenge, and Roddy calls out anyone. He's also not in costume. Sour face Roddy. He's going up against Odyssey so Jones. They say it's going to be a pick your poison. So they're saying, like, we're all ready. It can be like if someone wants to challenge the Creed Brothers, they oh, okay. can. If someone wants to challenge Ivy Nile, they can. Um, yeah. So whoever comes out, they'll face. Well,. Roddy fought Odyssey on 205 and put him to sleep, so it's a bit of a rematch here. Roddy versus Jones. Jones obviously being bigger than Roddy, throwing him around. Roddy can't lift him at some point, so he keeps dropping down. Again, the classic big big man stuff in wrestling. Uh, hits a pretty nice-looking shoulder breaker on Roddy, which looked cool. He goes for the splash, but Roddy crawls away here. The Creed bros try to get involved, which causes a distraction. I think it's Julius who gets thrown into the ring. Leave, making the distraction, Roddy hits the high knee, and it's over. Just like that. Yeah, I, I'm glad they gave Roddy the win here. There's a worry when you see, like, Odyssey Jones coming out that, oh, well, this is our cruiserweight champion. This guy could just destroy him. And you go, oh, well, they're different weight classes. But no, Roddy's one of the best there. Um, it makes him feel even, it feel, makes him feel more dominant as a champion 
in the cruiserweight division, I think. Um, the match wasn't really much at no. all. It kind of reminded me of every match Odyssey Jones has had. Still. Yeah. It's still the same thing. The shoulder breaker looked good, yeah. but it's Roddy. Uh, so Diamond Mine get the win, of course, and they're they're coming for the they're going to go for the Diamond Prophecy. I, I think like. so. Yeah, there's going to be some prophecy entanglements going on. We go to Imperium. They're being interviewed. Creed Brothers and Toxic Attraction. Yeah, yeah. There you go. A bit of an entanglement there. You, you could do it. Yeah. They could they could join the Diamond Mine, or Ivy could be the women's champ eventually, and still Ivy and Hatcherman. Yeah. Well. Well, I'm saying like... It, You're not saying a relationship <laughs> between these. Yeah, yeah, you could. Okay. Yeah, yeah. They love that in NXT 2.0. Yeah. Mandy and Bivens. <laughs> Mandy and Bivens? Uh, <laughs> no, he's tied up with Zia Lee on his social media. Oh, really? No, 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 like on social media, his thing is he keeps going after Zia Lee. I right. Think, sought after. Cheeky. Yeah, he's that <laughs> Bivens. Um, I do want that Ahmed Johnson t-shirt the malcolm vivens on the johnson t-shirt yeah i know someone sent it to us um (laughs) so imperium are being interviewed but they're speaking in their native tongue but they get subtitles yeah there's translations here um but they basically what a novel idea right yeah they basically say what they've been saying the whole time the mat is sacred all that stuff they say they've never been more ready and tonight is our night they will reclaim the nxt tag team championships the subtitles didn't get the part where they said they were embarrassed that they lost to Breezango <laughs> and they were upset that they never got their win back, but it's okay. Yeah. Um, oh, shit. My tattoo's coming off. Oh, no. Don't keep, rub your Cody yeah, tattoo. Running it, rubbing yeah. it. Need to do it up before I go out. Uh, yeah, I, I do like whenever they... NXT seems to do this, use the tub t- subtitle thing, and it's, it's not hard to do and it works for me. Yeah. So they're in the match later tonight. The match's sacred. I don't know if you know that. Mandy Rose comes out. She's either dressed as a demon or the dinosaur that spits in your face from Jurassic Park. Mm. But I think she was being a demon. I think so. I think it was that. Uh, But it says the party continues. And uh, Mandy's just chilling in the ring as people are partying still in the back. And we do see Tony D'Angelo and Lash Legend. And he's like, hey, I want to be on your show. Give me another shot. So she says, you know what? I will give you a shot. No mention of her missing producer. No. Uh, we get a bunch of people dancing and having fun. We see cool Kyle O'Reilly dressed as what a cop hopper. What was he? I, I, I didn't get that costume at all. I think he was just cool. Kyle. He had a mustache. Yeah. And like a Hawaiian shirt. Yeah. Yeah. He should have been the, uh, the shrink. He was before. <laughs> just a strange. Yeah, just yeah, yeah. Worn that costume again. Well, he's hanging out with Von Wagner because yeah. what was Von Wagner dressed as? Von Wagner's wearing like a white shirt, almost like the Seinfeld puffy shirt, right? But someone asked him like, "What are you supposed to be?" And Kyle's like, "Oh, he's supposed to be Brad Pitt, Legend of the Fall." Okay. So like, yeah, a great yeah. movie. Uh, Cameron Grimes owns Duke Hudson money from the casino, and <laughs> so Duke Hudson, uh, Kyle Cameron was like, "Oh, I'll I'll go to Duke's." What's it? Hudson's room? What's his room? Duke Poker Room. Poker Room. Yeah. He's going to go there next week. Next week. Duke Hudson was dressed as Hugh Hefner. Yeah. Because he's in, a, in the robe and the sailor's cap. Mm-hmm. I got that outfit. I like that one. Doesn't, I don't know what it has to do with poker playing, but it's Hugh. It's, yeah. it's Hefner. The goat. Probably have poker games going on at the, the mansion. There's probably poker games. There's I pro- think so. Yeah. Yeah. There's a joke there. Uh, I thought Von Wagner was good Brad Pitt. I don't think he was really legend from the fall at all. He was more of like 
interview with a vampire. Yeah. Maybe that was yeah, the joke. A bit more ghostly. I don't know. Yeah. Their costumes didn't stick out to me, to be honest. No. Uh, next week, Grimes is going to join the poker room. We see Rob Stone. Robert Stone is dressed. Rob? Your mate Rob? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Rob Stone is a... Wait, is Rob Stone a rapper? There's a song. Rob Stone to their phone. Yeah. Yeah. Kill, chill Bill. Search exactly. this right now. Chill Bill Rob Stone. Is that an actual song? Am I crazy? Am I crazy? Rob, Rob Stone. Stone. Rapper. Yeah. Yeah. Chill Bill. The samples, the Kill Bill thing. Wow. Look at that. Sorry. Robert Stone is dressed as Elvis Presley, who is getting in an altercation with Zion Quinn, who apparently is dressed as Freddie Mercury. Freddie Mercury. And uh, the only reason I would know that is because after he beats up Robert Stone and chokeslams him through a table, he says, another one bites the dust. I thought this is a bit uncalled for. Robert Stone was just dancing and doing his Elvis impression. And yeah. Yeah. Like, Sorry. if I was just doing my Cody entrance and you shot me. Like, it's a bit out of order. Like, yeah, it would character. be. Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand that. Robert Why was Zion Quinn so angry about this? Because we've seen Zion Quinn, his gimmick so far has been he's, he's, he's chivalry. He's a chauvinist. He's chivalry. not a chauvinist. Yeah, chivalry. 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 He, because that one time he held the door and then someone tried to rush in yeah. after, before the women and he's like, yo, what the fuck? Here, it's like Robert Stone didn't do anything. But Stone was like doing the Elvis but wiggling his hips up to ladies and stuff. And he was like, hey. Yeah, yeah. Tapped him, choke slammed him, sure. But he yeah. was just like, oh, 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 and like doing his dancing. And he was like, fuck you, Robert Stone. Yeah, it was pretty mean. <laughs> so, mean. like, mean Zion. We got to call that shit out in 2021. I don't think Freddie would be as mean as that. No. Like, you see someone at a party just living life, enjoying stuff. Are you going to go beat them up because their costume is better than yours? <laughs> That's fucked up, Zion Quinn. You, I expected better from you. Yeah, be a star. Yeah, honestly, this guy's a heel, if you ask me. What are you doing, choke signing? Obviously, Robert Stone is a heel lately, but like he didn't do anything. He's literally he's just there. an idiot. He's just he's just there to have a good time, and yeah. he's dressed as the king. How can you disrespect? I I I love Freddie Mercury, but I did not like Freddie Mercury's his Freddie Mercury costume. Mm. I had a better one for my 18th birthday. There you go. Yeah. So like I had the yellow, you know, the classic yellow Wembley jacket. Yeah. yeah. I got you the Lego figure of it. Oh yeah. <laughs> that the white with white pants with the red strip yeah, yeah. had a mustache. It kept falling off. Right. Zion Quinn did have a mustache, so he had a beard though. He needed to shave. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. got to go all out. Yeah, poor Robert Stone though. Poor one out. Meanwhile, Mandy Rose has just been waiting in the ring this whole time. She's like, "Yo, I thought I had a fucking match," so she's waiting, and it cuts to a video of Raquel Gonzalez, the NXT Women's Champ, on a motorcycle, driving into the arena. She drives it on in. Big entrance, green gear here for the champ, meaning money. And uh, Chucky is on the screen, and he's uh, going to spin the wheel. Mm. And uh, he spin the wheel, make a deal, and Chucky spins it, and it's going to be a trick or street fight for the women's title, Mandy versus Raquel. And, you know, we, we've done a lot of shows here at Up Next, we've we've done best match ever. We've done best death match ever. I never knew that Mandy Rose was a bigger hardcore icon than anyone we've ever talked about. Because here she is, the kendo sw- stick, just swinging away. Oh, this is her playground. She knows what she's doing here. Who knew? Yeah. Mandy Rose, 
was this like hardcore legend. Yeah, she's just swinging for the fences here. Uh, Babe Rose here swinging at, at Raquel with the kendo stick, beating her up. There's now a table in the ring when we go to picture in picture when we come back. Raquel's beating her up. She's throwing her around. She grabs the kendo stick. Mandy fights her off and gets Raquel seated in like one of the commentaries, like a, like a seat like we're in right now, like a desk office desk chair. chair. yeah. And locks Raquel in by putting the kendo stick through the hoops of the armrests. And Raquel is like trying to break it, but it's not breaking. And then Mandy runs at her with the, what, the rose trigger, sending Raquel flying while still in the chair. This was great, I thought. Like taking that bump with the chair on your back, like yeah. it looks crazy and the knee looked great creative we haven't really seen this before i I thought this was awesome again another thing manny rose is better at than you people hardcore wrestling so the match continues she tries to pin her but the ref is like yo you got to pin in the ring really it's a street fight you should be able to pin no they they said the rules at the beginning yeah it's not a fool's count anywhere still a street Um, fight though it does let you do that Mick Foley edge street, street fight. fight would be yeah yeah so but just, they did say beforehand so that's why she was confused yeah. right like this these rules have just been sprung on her She's <sighs> like, what do you mean I can't pin outside damn well she tries to to get her back Raquel climbs behind the commentary desk and when Randy is Randy Mandy is disputing this with the ref like hey why couldn't you pin Raquel jumps up on top of the commentary desk now wearing a Jason Voorhees mask a hockey mask. With a fire extinguisher as she sprays Mandy in the face. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Uh, gets Mandy back in the ring and starts beating down on her again for a near fall. Mandy gets a chair into the face and she's selling it like, oh, her, you know, her gimmick is, you know, all about her, her looks and beautiful. and beautiful and her face now. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Raquel, like, lifts Mandy into the ring and kind of struggles at one point, but gets her in eventually and then does the same thing with the steps, yeah. which is like, uh, but they are pretty heavy. I couldn't argue that. Uh, there's then a spear through Mandy through the table, which looked pretty awesome. But just when Raquel thinks she had everything in control, the Grim Reaper mm. appears ringside, goes and lifts a shovel smacking Raquel in the back, in the back of the neck, the back of the head, which then allows Mandy to hit the Rose trigger. One, two, three. Mandy Rose wins the NXT Women's Championship. And yes, the toxic prophecy has come true. Uh, yeah, I, I thought this match was okay. I... I thought there were some bits that looked quite good. I thought there were some bits that didn't look quite so good. Like the, uh, I appreciate they tried to be a bit creative and try some different things. You had the spot with the the stairs on the apron where I think Raquel went head foot was thrown head first into it. it was a little different, although it didn't quite look great to me. Um, I could have done without the the Jason mask. Yeah, I I think there is you've got a lot of fun stuff all throughout the show, but this is your your main women's title and it should be taken a bit more seriously, even though it's the gimmick is trick or street fight. It's just a street fight, really. Could have done without the hockey mask in this match. Save it for something a bit more lighthearted. It's a women's you know, championship world title big, match. Yeah, big yeah. title match. Um, do your gimmick for the entrance, like Champa later having his costume for the entrance, but right. beyond that, no. Um, but it was okay. 
Uh, I'm not surprised Mandy won here. I'm not particularly against it. I think Mandy's actually impressed me quite a bit since she's come to NXT. Oh, 100%. Definitely. Uh, I think this is this is the reset we they're trying to do with that NXT 2.0 stuff. And having the Mandy toxic attraction stuff is definitely the right way. I felt like maybe it's a little rushed with them considering what we've seen from them. Mm-hmm. Whether it's some of their promo work or even their in-ring stuff has kind of been like a little like... All over the Hit place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's probably, it is for the best. I I think I said last week that this is what was going to happen because after the match, it's revealed the Grim Reaper's Dakota Kai. But mm. you were like, why would Dakota cost Raquel the title so that she can beat her and get her revenge? Instead, she just hits her with it and costs her the title. Yeah, I mean, maybe the the story is now she wanted to, she wanted to hurt Raquel. You know, she wanted right. to hurt her by taking away the thing she loves. And... Like, Dakota can chase for that again at another point, maybe. I hope so, yeah. But this is more for her, like, to get revenge on Raquel. She wants to hurt her. Yeah, I mean, it would have made... It, it would, I want Dakota to stay here and eventually get a run. Be but the that, champ. We, yeah. we, we, that's the problem. We keep thinking in old NXT ways. Yeah. That's not how things work around here anymore. Who do you see for Mandy? For uh, first program? Lash Legend. Oh, God. We haven't even seen her on TV. You don't see, like, Eo or... Um, Eo, sure, but, like... There's Ember, maybe this new edgy Ember. <laughs> I know. New edgy Ember. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm happy that it's a new direction because it was yeah. like, okay, what do you do with it? Because I do think Raquel should be on the main roster. Yeah, I agree. As well. So there you go. But I do think Dakota should tie up with Mandy down the line. But she's a heel right now too. Mm. So uh, I didn't hate this match, but it definitely was a step down from our... I don't know, former women's NXT title matches yeah. that we've seen from your Asuka days, your Shayna Baszler days, your Ember days, EO days. Mm. It didn't quite hit. It had some cool spot stuff. I was joking about Mandy with the hardcore stuff. She, yeah, she's using kendo stick and some weapons. It was, it worked. Mm. So maybe that she's found her niche. That was it. Uh, light tubes next <laughs> for Mandy. <laughs> that could be it. It could be her niche. But yeah, uh, Dakota's your your Grim Reaper here, mm. not Ember. And that's the payoff to these vignettes we've had over the last few weeks yeah. with the, the woman with the shovel. Burying the them all. Yard. Yeah. yeah, that's right. We go to more of the haunted house, and it's Trick who uh, walks by an old painting of some old like woman. Like, you know those classic scary paintings you see at like places? He says, damn, she fine. And it's just like some old photo of just just, just some oil painting <laughs> literally a william regalism there um they then bump into like these actors as you said earlier just people in scary outfits yeah. that are trying they're to scare them. Yeah. yeah they're walking the around maze. one of these haunted halloween horror nights or whatever and a lady scares them welcome to the ball lady listen lady is what trick says it reminded me of lady you're scaring us uh, everyone's chasing us, and that's when we hear it. Did somebody say Andre Chase? And the camera pans. Andre Chase is just sitting there in a chair, being like, huh, uh, I was here with a class, and they all disappeared. So I'm just hanging out here by myself. So now he's with them. This is funny. I, I did laugh here with the... I did laugh at it that. It sounds like someone's chasing me. Did somebody say? <laughs> uh, I thought this worked. Uh... We see Zombie Ref who kidnaps Andre Chase. That was scary. Uh, they then get chased by all these people. <laughs> that was scary. It wasn't. Honestly, <laughs> I fucking hated this. 
This was so like of all the all the stuff you had, you literally paid all these people to do this, and this was the best you came up with. This was not memorable at all. Um, they find the title and Andre Chase is eaten alive. There's loads <laughs> more zombies. There's a dead woman, and then Mello and Trick get the title, and they're like, ah. Is this going to be some kind of trap? And Dexter and Gargano are behind them. And Dexter and Johnny go, boo. And they they run off. And then, and then Johnny goes, next year, Halloween at mine. <laughs> and then Dexter puts his thumb up. And then all the zombies put their thumbs up. Yeah. It's like, come on. Like, literally, the create, I don't know. I, I, I reckon a 12-year-old would maybe find this entertaining. Yeah. I like, just, what is your audience? What do you, it, it's, it's this kind of stuff where I go, you you just don't have the right people writing for your company. Mm. Or if you do, you need to let them do what they're good at. Because this for me is, is just someone like writing for completely the wrong age group. What, who are you trying to appeal to? You, you want to get a young edgier audience? Yeah. I can't say this is funny. Also like, like, sorry, I've watched the show every week. Last week, Johnny came back and said, Hey, I don't want to do any stupid, funny business. I think that was just like bad timing with that promo. <laughs> yeah. Cause here he is doing again. It's they had the Halloween show this week. Yeah. Of course they were going to do something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but we're getting the tag now next week. And then I assume in a week or so after that, we'll get the Johnny Carmelo match. Look, I love Johnny. Uh, I've even loved the Dexter stuff lately. I just like, I, I literally think I could have written something better than this. Yeah. That I was like, come on. Like you didn't even do anything. They walked around the house and there was people in makeup that was like not even that good makeup. Mm. It was literally like your your B Hollywood Horror Nights. Like they couldn't afford that at Universal, so they went down the road yeah. somewhere outside of Orlando to get this. It's like what did what what did you? Nothing happened. Even the one last year with Grimes and Dexter, it was better. Like made more sense. At least sense. it was a match. Yeah, you know. Yeah, this was just them walking around. That was like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I I I would say this was not saying I was thinking this was going to be a you have to do something of this nature it's halloween happen you do you're gonna have you something goofy yeah i'm um, just like goofy but like nothing but apart from the, the andre chasing got a laugh yeah but apart from that i can't say it was great yeah yeah sure i yeah we go to grayson waller uh i did like this line he goes hey i was talking to the cute girl in the truck can you play the graphics like you said you would and then his graphics show up and he's like yeah hey guys follow me on twitter instagram and he's interrupted by la knight who's dressed exactly (laughs) like him he shows up and he's like hey uh what the hell You, you stole my guest host spot and uh i had car problems did you have something to do with that and he's like nah maybe it was chucky it's Chucky that did that. Mm. Uh, is this a play on something? Is this? I'm missing a joke here. Someone in the chat, I think Frank said it was a callback to a WCW thing they did, but I, I didn't quite understand what was going on because out comes Solo Sokoa, or as everyone who watched went, oh, that's the Uso. <laughs> Jack's Uso. Jack's Uso? That's his name? No, I'm just, you got Jimmy, you got Jay, and then this one's jacked. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he is jacked, actually. Yeah. He looks just like him. He looks same exactly tattoos, like Same tattoos, same kind of smile. Yeah. He looks exactly exactly like the Usos. Solo Sokoa shows up. He palm thrusts Grayson Waller as LA Knight kind of shoves him into him and kind of stares down LA Knight. So I guess he's a heel because he beat yeah. up Grayson. But Solo, I thought he was going to wrestle, but no, he just 
he just kind of stood here. So, looking forward to seeing stuff from this guy. I, if he impresses, if he impresses, I think fast track him, get him in this bloodline story. He looks great. Honestly, he looks great. So yeah, get him into that story. Yeah, why not? Get all like of if he's good, if he if he can. Yeah, like I'm sure this guy can do more than a mask can. You know, like anyone can. Yeah, exactly. So why not? Have a bit of a quick NXT run, six months, get him up there. There you go. We go to the highlight of the night. Braun Breaker is in his locker room. He's doing push-ups. He's doing stretchy things, lifting some weights. He's getting prepared for his title match. But you know who's sitting, looking pretty in his locker? Chucky. Oh. And it's almost as if Chucky's talking to him. And he's like, that's right, that's right. I am going to be the next NXT champion. thought that was great. All you needed to do. Thank you very much. Thank you. They listened, finally. Well, I probably had this in mind. I think everyone for the past month was like, wait, there's a Halloween Havoc and you got this guy's, you got Steiner? Okay, you need to do it with Chucky. And then they got, they did it. They did it. Uh, We go to MSK with their, with their mate. DJ Johnny what? Carmucci? Uh, yeah, Johnny. Yeah, something like that. I thought they were going to tell us this was another new gimmick. <laughs> Welcome to DJ. I thought it was going to be, was it Joaquin Wilde? DJ Z. Yeah. MSK have a DJ. They come out. Uh, they're getting ready for their tag team title match here. Tony, Tony Carlucci, was it? I don't know. Maybe he's good. Maybe he's like, Was he good? Well, he was just playing their theme. So, yeah. I mean, I don't know what it, that was. <laughs> again, who's writing this? Because, like... DJ wouldn't just be like, hold on, let me... He's the person you put the socials on, wouldn't he? <laughs> like, I don't know, maybe I have him DJ while there's a party going on. And that's when you say, mm. hey, this is this guy. Not when someone's entrance music's playing. He didn't mm. do anything. Yeah, true. <laughs> do anything different. He didn't yeah. do anything. Yeah. <laughs> They're just like, hey, what's going on? Yeah. Um, you should have got Marshmallow. We get... Um, we get uh, the interviewer, is it Samantha Irvin, who's like our, our – is she the ring announcer or interviewer? Yeah, a ring, uh, ring, announcer, a ring view, interviewer. She, yeah. <laughs> She's like, hey, I got some kid named Alex here from the crowd, NXT super fan of the week, and he's going to spin the wheel and make a deal for this next match. Mm-hmm. So he spins it. And it's uh, a Lumberjack O'Lantern match. Mm. You know what that means? Well, it's a lumberjack right <laughs> so msk all i'm saying is don't talk shit about alex <laughs> don't you dare don't you dare say anything about alex or he's gonna team up with that kid nicholas <laughs> become new tag team champions yeah here. yeah damn damn alex um so a lumberjack lantern match means that all these other people are going to come out and be the Lumberjacks. So now Kushida and Jiro... Chance for everyone to see their costumes. Jiro and Kushida found some costumes. They're old school wrestlers, like mm-hmm. Kurt Angle, headgear and everything. Uh, we got someone's dressed as a banana. We got Diamond Mine being Diamond Mine. <laughs> yeah, the Creed brothers were like, no, I ain't dressing up. Yeah, they're the cool kids. Again, Hugh Hefner, Duke Hudson, uh, all these different costumes. Mm. Yeah. Um, so Imperium versus MSK NXT tag team titles on the line lumberjack match. Uh, MSK are kind of running things early on. Nash Carter hits this flying like double knees in the corner and then a jumping up and down with the Bronco Buster. Uh, Marcel is in. He's throwing people around. Eichner loves throwing people around with suplexes and all these things. 
Uh, Wesley is in and hits his like crazy backhand spring into the Pele kick, which looks awesome. But Bartel hits just as awesome uppercuts, the European uppercuts everywhere. Eichner is in and hits this huge clothesline to Lee, like Stan Hansen, like turning him inside out was awesome, upside down. Um, and then he catches one of them in a, in a move on his shoulders, sorry, fireman carry. And then the other jumps on top and he, he goes to squat them, but he buckles and he can't do it. And he's doing it. Eichner's trying to lift both guys on his shoulders, but he can't. They eventually kind of get off and they pretend like he's beating them and he props them back up. And he does it. And he lifts both of them up as he slams them. It meant even more because it was such a struggle. And yeah. there was a bit it looked like they were going to abandon the spot. And then he's like, no, elbowing them, getting them back yeah. on. Afterwards, I'm pretty sure he yelled like, son of a bitch. Yeah. Like, I, I did it. And the crowd got it. Like, I popped for this way more yeah. because he was struggling. To do that. And he did it. Yeah. This guy's a monster too, though. And again, these guys are looking like clean, like just mean. They look like photoshopped, like action figures. Uh, Wesley hits this crazy tope over the top turnbuckle to the outside onto a bunch of these lumberjacks. There's then Nash Carter who hits a top rope jumping RKO onto more of the jack-o'-lantern lumberjacks. It was a diamond cutter to the outside, but wasn't it? I, I feel like no one caught Nash Carter. <laughs> yeah, the Creed brothers are like, ah, you got this. <laughs> Sidestepping uh, him. So there's crazy back and forth. Imperium back in the ring, gain some control. They love their European uppercuts, but they also love the move. If if ja- if sorry, like deadlifting and squatting two guys wasn't enough. Marcel does the classic thing where he throws the one guy in midair and Eichner catches oh, him. Oh, it's crazy. Into the suplex, into the brain buster, which is nuts. And then they hit the Euro Bomb. One, two, three. Imperium are the new. Tag team champions here in NXT. A lot of tag titles. Sorry, a lot of titles are changing hands here on this episode. But yeah, another title change. Imperium, once again, are tag team champions. Um, in, in a pretty awesome match. I, I, I really wanted to see this title exchange happen. Yeah, I, I think this is a good thing. I think MSK have been booked so strong since they, they started in NXT. And it's been what? almost a year now because we were talking about them coming in at last year's Halloween Havoc yeah um so yeah I I think this is really good for Imperium um good solid match I think I was a bit disappointed when it's oh they're doing a lumberjack match but actually for these four it kind of keeps it contained to the ring um it it had the really cool spot of Wesley doing that huge dive onto everyone uh, I think the lumberjacks were used effectively, and it's it's the Halloween show, so you get all the costumes out there. Um, I wouldn't mind a rematch down the line between these two. Um, oh, for but sure. But Imperium are just great; they always put on great matches. So honestly, they are. They're 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 awesome. They could have no and, bad. Match. And I feel they're kind of they're leaning a bit more babyface now. I feel I get the sense more so the way they're wrestling. Um, the way they wrestle their baby faces for sure. Yeah, and I think Creed Brothers against a baby face Imperium for the tag titles could be something really fucking good. Yeah, yeah. De- as long as it's more than a four minute match. Mm. This definitely felt like the the Halloween Havoc, like the ladder match earlier. There are all these fun matches, and it, it was fun because there's people lumberjacks, which I'm not usually a fan of, but the wrestling still was there. Uh, MSK are pretty good, and I know they get some flack, but. They're pretty solid. I think they need to do the heel turn. I think they need to spice things up. They need to solidify it. They need to like... I'd say with both these teams, just switch it. Yeah, definitely. Um, But obviously, if 
Fabian Eichner and Marcel Bartel are speaking in different languages. Sorry, they're a bad guy. Not in NXT. <laughs> That's not, Dave, not in NXT. Davy, Davy. That was the old NXT. <laughs> this is NXT 2.0. Things are different now. That's true. Now they're getting the baby faces in EO and that's why they Jiro gave them Kushida to speak in English, aren't they? That's right. Ah, yeah, that's true. Uh, I do love Imperium. These guys are Bruce great. Pritchard coming in and say, "What? You can't speak in foreign language. You're a baby face." <laughs> Uh, I would love to see Imperium versus like an FTR. Imperium. What other tag teams oh, yeah. going on in WWE though that they could create again? Creed obviously. Brothers for sure. Yeah. Um, I think MSK with like the Usos would be really cool. Yeah. Uh, Imperium. Um, hmm. Think Imperium are moving up? Well, they're champs right Sorry, now. Sorry, MSK. Uh, it's difficult because yeah. they really don't t- treat tag tag teams well at all right i can't name any tag teams right now in wwe granted Usos, i don't watch a lot day but... and uh street profits that's it bobby Roode, Dolph ziggler <laughs> oh the dirty dogs the dirty dogs <laughs> dirty dogs i think that's the whole division wow, across two great. bands oh yeah. rk bro oh i mean rk bro imperium could be pretty fun yeah rk true. bro msk and the whole feud is just Riddle wanting to just hang with these guys. <laughs> he's got to. And lead. he's like, we got to fight these guys. He's got to be their leader. Yeah, he's got to be their their leader of their crew. Yeah, definitely. They can all come out in camels. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but I think this is my match of the night for sure. Yeah, it was pretty fun. Um, it was good. I we go to our main event of the evening. The champion. Tomasa Champa putting his NXT title on the line against Braun Breaker in the main event. We get a little, nice little video package here uh, with Chucky, of course, being involved. It ends with Chucky throwing some shade to Braun Breaker. Mm. He's like, "Yeah, just like your dad." Like, what did you say? I like, think he said you'll disappoint. You'll disappoint like the rest of your family. Or yeah, something, something like, like your dad and Steiner or something like that. Um, I love that. Uh, so Breaker comes out, look cool, look interesting looking gear. All the different cut-up things, again, like yep. his dad. But Champa, Yeah, like leopard print and that kind yeah, of thing. He was hanging out with the dirty dogs. Mm. Champa comes out dressed as a god of war. It's Kratos. He rocked this 100%. So uh, I know from PS2 days, I've definitely fallen off. This, yeah, this worked for Champa because it yeah. kind of felt like stuff he's worn as like entrance gear anyway. Right. Whilst it's still fitting in with the Halloween theme. Yeah. Because um, some things with Champa could just be like, oh, come on, you're our champion, you're Champa. But this, perfect choice for him. Yeah, he looked pretty badass with the whole mm. thing, the whole gear, with the gold. And yeah, it looked pretty sweet. Um, the, the commentary mentioned that Braun Breaker in a tweet said that tonight solidifies the absolute end of the black and gold era. Oh, no. So when he beats Champa. So all the heel. <laughs> it's all going away. That's right. This match starts off, of course, Braun Breaker throwing Champa around, getting the best of him, and kind of like getting Champa a little flustered in the mm. beginning of the match here. He's like, oh, he didn't expect to get tossed around and the gator rolling and the side belly to bellies. There's a suplex lift that Champa eventually blocks and then gets Braun down and then capitalizes with a boot to the face in the corner and then his running knee strike to the face in the corner. Braun comes back, though, with, again, the belly-to-belly side slam for a near fall. He goes up top, and the crowd was super into this, and they were chanting, 
champa, champa, and then the rest of the crowd were doing like the dog barking, like the, the ooh, ooh, yeah, yeah, kind of thing. So as they're doing it, it's getting loud. Breaker goes up on the turnbuckle and he starts doing it with them, and he's clearly going for his dad's diving bulldog, mm-hmm. but he slips mm-hmm. and he eats shit on the mat. Champa quickly, the vet he is, goes to. Get the pin, but it's a kick out as they continue here. Uh, Champa then gets hit with a, he runs at Breaker, who hits him with a pop up Frankensteiner from the Steiner. Great stuff. And then a double arm, like suplex slam, which we've seen him win with before. And, or no, sorry, Von Wagner uses this as a finisher. My mistake. That's right. Yeah. Champa kicks out at two. They then start brawling around the outside and uh, the the concrete gets exposed at one part and they're going back and forth here. He goes for the belly to belly. Champa gets out of it. Eventually, DDT's Braun Breaker onto the concrete and this bus breaker open. That's right. NXT 2.0 means blood. blood. There's then in the ring, Champa who hits him with the Willow's Bell, but Breaker kicks out of it. He's a little shook, so he picks him up, goes for the fairy tale ending, and Braun kicks out of it. Champer also does the yoo woo woo. He mocks Breaker here. But he kicked out of his finisher, the fairy tale ending, the angel's wings. Champa is a little frustrated here. He gets caught in the pop up, but he gets out of it. He keeps countering Breaker's move here. Finally runs at him with the, the flying knee to the face, the V trigger like move. And then another fairy tale ending to the bleeding Braun Breaker. And Champa pins Braun to retain the NXT title. Damn. Um, I, I actually quite enjoyed this. Now, this wasn't your uh, NXT Championship takeover level main event by any means. But for the story they've told, they've said, like... They've been quite clear about this Bron Breaker character is a rookie. He's someone who's been in the Performance Center. He's new to NXT. And he's this rookie who is like, I want to make a name for myself. I'm going right for the top. I'm going for the title. And yeah, in this match, he looked like a rookie at some points. As we've seen over the last few weeks, he looked impressive. In other moments here, not so much, but was making mistakes a rookie would make. So for the story, it actually a thing like a botch off the top or whatever. They're not selling me this guy like he is, like he's a, like how they presented Karrion Cross, let's say. Right. Where he's this guy who came in and they're like, this guy's a dominant force. It's more of a unknown. Is, could this guy just pull the, could, could they go creatively all in with this guy and give him the title? I've been saying the last few weeks, it wouldn't surprise me, especially with lines like this is the end of the black and gold brand we're gonna move forward but then they gave champa quite a dominant win at the end killing him with all these knees like all of his finishing moves right which gives a lot to breaker as well it took two fairy tale endings it took the willow's bell it took four knees to the head before finally getting the pin so i thought it worked on both counts if this was a takeover match i'd be disappointed but with what you're trying to do with this new brand in establishing a Bron Breaker, but then kind of giving me faith, okay, the NXT title is still in right. safe hands. We yeah. can still go to a Champer and Pete, a Champer and who else you got there? Um, I don't know, man. I'm, I can't remember who's still on this thing. <laughs> yeah, but you know many. what I mean? Yeah, you can yeah. still, oh, a Champer and Kyle. Right. Like, you can still do those matches 
if you want to do a takeover down the line. Yeah. But for a TV thing, I, I, this worked for me. Yeah, this is probably my match of the night. The main event probably was my match of the night. Uh, I wouldn't, like, the again, I have a hard time. We've, we've been doing this show for a long time. We've been watching NXT. We've, we've been going to these takeovers. We've been going to the shows. We've been to Full Sail. It's like letting go of the old NXT is like something we keep keep not pretending it's not like things are different hmm. all the matches tonight this the main event was the longest one it was 13 minutes 49 seconds yeah i thought it was the best match in the show but i still felt like it didn't if this you're right if this was a takeover match i'd be like no that was not like what we're used hmm. to seeing from takeovers and nxt it still was really good but it didn't feel like this whole show didn't feel like it used to feel like it felt different and they're definitely moving in the different direction I thought Braun Breaker showed a lot here. Part of me was like, yeah, you know what? Why not just give it to him? But still, that part of me that loves this old stuff was like, no, no, no. You have to protect this like this this title. Yeah, it's a prop. But it's like, no, don't give it to this guy right off the jump because that's that's soft. That's not like how this, this game works. It, it it can work. It can work with a Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Where you and it can it can give a guy something right. by doing that. Um I think this was the right move to have Champa win, but I think Bron Breaker looks good after this. I think he will win this title. He yeah. will become a champion here. Um, I think you can have Champa on the next week, kind of put him over. They can even tag again, maybe. Um, I don't think this kills Bron Breaker at all. And I, I think it's, it's establishing we do still have a bit of the old NXT. You've got Imperium as your, your tag champions. Uh, you've got Champa, the old guard, as your main champion here. Um, the old guard of war. The old guard of war, yeah. Um, th- this actually can't quite work for me, this main. You know what? This was probably the best episode of NXT 2.0, because at least it had, like, I enjoyed built it. up stuff. I did, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it had actual matches. Uh, I still am not liking the direction of where NXT 2.0 go. I'll fairly say that, but this probably was the best one that they've done. For me, it, I, I agree. This was the best one. I think I enjoyed this this show. The haunted house stuff was silly, but in general, in wrestling, I find yeah. this stuff silly. Um, I I thought there were some decent matches there, um, and it's it's mainly just the gimmick thing. Especially this week, everyone's in gimmick. It's Halloween, but, right? Right. Uh, like NXT 2.0 for me, there is still things I can enjoy from this product. Yeah, yeah, Champa being one of them. Imperium, uh, Diamond Mine is all right now. Right now, I don't know. Yeah, I, I liked I liked this episode. It just it felt like a good TV. It felt like a raw. Oh, I guess I imagine moving forward, it will be Kyle and Von going for the tag titles. Right, assume they're out there. They're out there. So you could have moving forward. We could have Pete versus Champa for the title. Right. We could have Kyle and Von for the tag titles against Imperium. And you can have Gargano versus Carmelo. That looks like the direction we're going. For like another Raquel versus special? Dakota and Mandy versus Io. Sure. There you go. Takeover. Yeah. They're going to announce it. Watch. War Games. War Games. Let's do it. <laughs> what would it even be? War Games has to go to WWE right now, right? Like it can't be an NXT. It should be Bloodline versus New Day or something. Yeah. Like it can't be. What are they going to like? There's no War Games anymore. Come on. War Games in NXT. You got no, Legado del Fantasma. No. Do we? You got Hit Row. <laughs> Where was Legado tonight? What about uh, 
Think oh, about no, that, didn't. good sir. Well, they they were the main event last week. Yeah, but they? there was a whole party, and only Car- uh, Carmen Electra Lopez. They're mad. Ah. They're angry. Ah, I don't know. Uh, overall, best best 2.0 so far, but still, like, I'm like, oh, man. I'm just going to go put on a takeover mm. Brooklyn 1 just to refresh my brain after every Tuesday night now. Yeah. Uh, that's what we thought of Halloween Havoc 2021. We do post up feedback threads if you want to write in comments or questions. We'll read them here on the show, the Post Wrestling Forum, or our Facebook group, which you should join, Up Next Group. It's private. We'll let you in, and we will read things from them. Um, going to one I see from the feedback thread, the forum, MJ from NJ writes in, I did it. I tuned into NXT 2.0. Only for the main event, and boy, it was bad. Like, really bad. The botches. The spike job that caused hard way blood. And if they aren't going to give him the Steiner name, why are they calling his moves the same thing? And why is he doing a Steiner 2K taunt at awkward times in a title match? What the heck was the point of not just naming him Steiner? They can't. (laughs) (laughs) I am glad I tuned in for the worst Champa match I've seen in years. It reaffirms this show... This is a show better told by you guys than actually seeing it myself. If that's their idea of a main event talent at NXT 2.0, then it's not even double AA minor leagues. It's pure developmental and shouldn't be on cable. Go away, Heat. Bad for the brand for someone like me who tuned in for a TV special. Oh, and Super Mandy got the title. She's been a revelation. I think Liv and Sonya are untapped gems too, if ever given a real chance. So at least he has a positive. He likes Mandy Rose. Yeah being champ uh, i will say obviously mj's negative on nxt 2.0 and as of i i do agree that this show should not be on cable i think this show should go back to the network and please go back to one hour in this in this format yeah yeah i, I cannot do two hours of this um <laughs> but mj's negative I could, on i i i don't know it's yeah this i still find easier than like a three-hour raw fair um it still moves for me um yeah. For me, like, they did keep on putting over this guy. They're not saying this is a main event talent. He was the main event of tonight. He's this rookie that right. called his shot and went after the top guy. Right. And he failed. Um, I don't know. It worked. But I watch it every week, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's go to the Facebook group. Uh, we start with Corey, who says, The men's stuff was way better than the women's stuff tonight. Breaker versus Champa was an outstanding match. And the botch that happened during it could easily be played into storyline as a rookie mistake. MSK Imperium was the match of the night, though. Not happy with Toxic Attraction holding all of the gold, especially since both their matches were pretty mediocre at best. I hope their reign over the division isn't a long one, because it feels like we are taking steps backwards in terms of the women's evolution. The latter match was incredibly sloppy, and Io took a very unnecessary bump, and the Raquel Mandy match never really shifted out first gear since neither woman is particularly great in the ring, or even charisma-wise. So someone loves the Champa match. (laughs) We go to Dylan Grayson who writes in, Shout out to EO for taking that sick bump in the ladder match. Offset some of the sloppy work done earlier. Uh, Gacy's segment was well done, but it made Waller and Blade look like tools. Was not a fan of the Waller night stuff tonight. Felt a bit useless. Backstage party segments sent up a bunch, set up a bunch for next week, but why were they dancing if no music was playing? <laughs> oh, that's always a thing. It's so weird. Lashley's women earlier in the year yeah. were always just dancing in the locker room to no music. Weird. Uh, I'm not sure if Dakota versus Raquel without the title is a marquee feud. 
Third, Uso seems cool. Disappointed MSK lost. Screw the CWC crowd. Wentz was right when he said a 13-year-old shouldn't be taking choke slams. Yeah, I dis- don't <laughs> the, disagree. The hate they get for a years-old comment that was right. This is such BS. God of War Champa getting the job done in the main event was a lovely surprise. Breaker will get his time to shine, but now we don't risk fans turning on him for being pushed too hard too soon. This was a good episode, but it lacked the Halloween feel of last year's show, in my opinion. Lacked Shotzi. It lacked Shotzi. That's exactly... Let's be real here. Yeah. Shotzi. Shotzi, we miss you. We love you. I don't watch SmackDown, so I don't know what happened to you, and I, I miss you, and I love you. She's on Instagram. Just, just follow her life that way. All right. We're ending the show. <laughs> <laughs> We go to Sean, who says, Hello, happy Halloween havoc, everyone. I really enjoyed tonight's show. Thought it was not up to the standard set to last year's classic show. Let me get my biggest complaint out of the way first. I really wish the show had stuck with the four advertised title matches and the Loomis Gargano stuff. I really did not need a Gacy match, a Diamond Mine Open Challenge, or whatever the LA Knight, Grayson Wallace stuff was supposed to be. Some of the backstage party segments were fun, and the talent and costume was a nice nod to the old NXT Halloween shows. But maybe next year, just do a costume battle royal. I enjoyed the Gargano and Loomis segments with Trick and Mello. Gargano has chemistry with everyone, but I like his dynamic with Loomis. Don't know if their alliance is long-term now, but the way, but the way is kaput, but I'm on board. The tone match is varied in quality from good to great. Ladder match got off to a rough start, but once it got going, was really good. Some scary bumps in that. Hopefully everyone's okay. Toxic attraction was the right call. And you can put Eo and Zoe in singles feuds. He enjoyed the women's match. The street fight added a lot to it. One of NXT's biggest successes has been making Randy Rose a credible threat. Uh, The tag match was predictably great, given the talent involved. Honestly, I think the wheel and the lumberjack step step were unnecessary. Emiski needed to drop the titles uh, so they can reset and begin again. The main event was tremendous. Champer is absolutely the right guy to lead NXT going forward because he can work with anyone. Bought the best out of Breaker. It was too early for Braun to win the title, but he really showed out in this match and established himself as a bona fide star. Excited to see what he does next and also to see who Champer's challenger is next. Yeah, I think Champa should face Pete, I, think I guess. So. That, that's got to be it. Especially Pete kind of chilling yeah. a little. Um, Sean, uh, Sean also wrote in afterwards that apparently during the party segment with Rob, Robert Stone, yeah, you couldn't, we couldn't hear, but audio issues, he actually said, don't step on my blue suede shoes to Zion Quinn. Maybe Zion stepped on his shoes. So again, is that enough to, 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 no, but Zion is attack someone. <sighs> yeah. Frank fire. Frank writes in feedback here he says i had fun in the zoom so shout out our little costume party yes frank you killed it with that andre chase did somebody say (laughs) frank continues i like that we had more in-ring action this week easily the best 2.0 episode yet msk imperium was my match of the night shout out future nxt italy champion eichner with mad strength we're still gonna get nxt italy it's gonna it's gonna happen uh, but three new champs and three fun matches. Haunted House stuff wasn't near last year's level, to say the least, but I popped for the Chase cameo. Braun didn't look too out of place with Champa. Botch aside, but I'm glad they didn't pull the trigger just yet. Love Chucky and Braun having a moment. Miss Shotzi hosting. So finally done with Zoe as we all breathe a sigh of relief. All in all, I was sports entertained, not touching last year's, but it is a different show now, so I wasn't expecting that. Long live the prophecy of toxic attraction and shout out spooky season and dominoes 
and the Glock. <laughs> yeah, we ordered a lot of pizza. We ordered Domino's. You you dress like Domino's like that, driver. And you're like, I gotta eat meat <laughs> meat pizza. Meat lovers. Yeah. Think, yeah. You think Arn Anderson has meat lovers pizza? He he. I heard on his podcast, uh, Conrad was talking to him about pizza, and yeah. he's like, he's just like a cheese cheese pizza right, kind yeah. of guy. Yeah, like a Tony Soprano. He's like, sometimes I'll have pepperoni, but he's not too adventurous. We get wild with our pizzas. Yeah, yeah. And we have Magan who says, <laughs> a solid show that had its moments. The ladder match had some bowling shoe ugly spots. Okay, JR. Uh, Io Shirai is a champ for the bump off the ladder. Grayson Waller and, and LA Knight tried their best to be good hosts, but neither of them came close to topping Shotzi. Good wrestling all over. MSK Imperium came close to great during the last five minutes. Brom Breaker will be champion sooner rather than later. Champa's Kratos gear was awesome, and Toxic Attraction had a clean sweep winning all the gold, and Dakota Kai returning was a nice surprise. Yes, seeing Chucky in Bronze locker room was a neat homage. Yeah, I did like that spot. All you need to do, just a little like little nod to us. Like, yeah. hey, we see you, we hear you. And Jordan Goodman, uh, host of the Wellness Policy, yeah. uh, says respect to Braden for the spot on Dan Deacon costume tonight. I don't know who that is. Dan Deacon. Um yeah, you look just like him. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm better looking. Right now? (laughs) (laughs) That's all the feedback. Thank you guys uh, for listening and supporting us here at Up Next and uh, for having a happy Halloween havoc. We will be back tomorrow with BD Elite. We're here every day. We're here every day. Yeah, so many podcasts. The free feed is popping this week. We got this show, BD Elite, and Halloween 4, Mm. the return of Michael Myers. That is coming out this weekend on the free feed. But again, patrons, patreon.com is where you can find all these things. Patreon.com slash up next for all these shows. North American tier gets you all the retro NXT reviews, all the movie reviews, all the best match ever, all that stuff. And November 1st is the start of the new month, which means we'll have a new November schedule coming out, which was going to be crazy, full of so many different things, so many cool movie reviews. But uh, this weekend, again, Twilight Zone show, a... Halloween Havoc 96 show. So many podcasts, so little time. And uh, yeah, that's it. We'll talk about some some dynamite tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Because we haven't, we didn't this week, last week. What we got? We got uh, Punk versus Fish. Okay. This week. Punk Fish. Um, is it Brian Kingston on Dynamite or is that Rampage? Hey, I said a few weeks ago that Punk would, I, I think I said that Fish is going to, you know, start teaming up with Team Taz and Hook. So we get Fish Hook. Yeah. This is the one step to get Hook's first match has to be against Punk, I think. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. You should win. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so, so many things we'll be talking about. Again, follow us on the socials at Up Next Podcast, Twitter, Instagram, especially to see the picture of our Arn and Cody costumes oh, from yeah. tonight. Uh, go give us a like and an RT if you, if you liked it and if you want to. Yeah, that, that too. Uh, we'll be back. So, thank you guys. Have a happy and safe spooky season if you're doing fun things well do them safely yeah but have fun while doing them let us know if you have any costumes this, this go post them in the facebook group yeah, tag we us on see twitter your pictures yeah we want to see what you dress up as this halloween so enjoy and uh take care so that's it that's it that's all um you know the difference between me and you is i'm at a red light i don't, I don't want to do the whole promo but i myself you like shooting people in the head basically <laughs> 
<laughs> uh, Braden Harrington here. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram. I am at the Bray D. And you can find me at the Cody Rhodes. <laughs> at Davey Portman. Take care. Goodbye. Be safe and happy Halloween. Ahoy! You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Dunkin'. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Hey there, BreezeLine has a holiday gift just for you. One month of free internet for all your family's gift sites, book flights, and movie nights. Get reliable, fast internet with speeds starting at 100 megabits per second for just $19.99 a month. Plus, free Wi-Fi your way home for the first 12 months. And your first month is free. BreezeLine wishes you all a happy and bright holiday season. If only they could give you a little holiday relief from all the matching family outfits. Service subject to availability. New residential customers in select areas only. Visit BreezeLine.com for complete offer details.